Zach Schoenfeld is with us, legal affairs reporter and staff writer for The Hill. Zach, I said I was going to ask you because this is your wheelhouse. This is what you cover. Is the Supreme Court blind to its own corruption? Well, that certainly is the focus as the Supreme Court justices returned to Washington this week. Uh, They met behind closed doors for their first time back in D.C., since they left for the summer recess, since they issued those big decisions on issues like affirmative action uh, and the president's student debt plan. Uh, So now as they come back to begin their new term, start talking about the cases again, obviously what is top of mind here, in addition to the actual uh, case in their docket, are these issues surrounding ethics. Uh, We know from throughout the summer, as the justices went around the country speaking at different events, they all talked about how they are internally at the court trying to come to some sort of agreement. Um, But so far, uh, no agreement uh, has been put out publicly. So uh, we're really in a game of of waiting and seeing if if these justices uh, are going to come to some sort of agreement to strengthen their ethics standards at the court. I mean, let's face it, they're public servants. Do they make a huge amount of money? Absolutely not. And yet they have one of the most prestigious jobs in the world. So, of course, billionaires and mega billionaires want to hang out with them. The question is, what kind of gifts do they accept? And one of these issues is um, a hedge fund manager who reportedly flew Justice Samuel Alito to Alaska in 2008. And the company that that person works for has a case And they say there's no indication that Alito is going to step aside. Do you know anything about that? That's right. One of the cases that uh, the Supreme Court, when they met behind closed doors yesterday, was set to discuss. They've got hundreds of these requests to take up cases for their next term. And one of those requests came from this hedge fund uh, in which the, the manager of that hedge fund was the subject of one of these big investigative reports that have been coming out about the Supreme Court justices. This is one of the reports that came out from ProPublica back in June uh, about a 2008, as you were saying, Alaskan fishing trip uh, that Justice Alito took. Uh, so we don't think that Justice Alito is going to recuse, and that is because when this ProPublica story hit back in June and this issue came up, this is not the fir- we, we found out that this is not the first time that this hedge fund has come before the Supreme Court. Alito did take some criticism for the fact that back in 2014, so about six or so years after he took this trip, uh, he participated in a case uh, in which the, a subsidiary of this hedge fund was a party. Uh, Alito's vote was not the deciding vote. It ended up being uh, a seven to one case. So even if he went against the hedge fund, it, it wouldn't have changed the actual outcome of the case. Uh, but he took some heat for that. But Alito has said publicly he saw no reason to recuse from that case. Uh, so now that the hedge fund is coming back to the Supreme Court, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe that Alito will have a, a sudden change of heart here. And of course, the spotlight really has been on Justice Clarence Thomas. I mean, there's been so much when it comes to reports about him and Harlan Crow. It just seems like they have to address it in some form or fashion outside of the speeches that they gave over the summer. Because if you were to even Google, is the Supreme Court of the United States corrupt? There's a bazillion different articles about it. It's something that people are concerned about. Certainly, it it certainly has caused a lot of public concern and has only contributed to to these low public confidence numbers that we've seen in polls in recent months. Um, But the fact of the matter is that this is really at a stalemate on Capitol Hill. 
Republicans, because all of this criticism has really been focused on Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito, who are two of the leading conservatives on the court. Republicans on Capitol Hill have painted this as an effort to tear down the Supreme Court's uh, conservative supermajority. So Republicans have said that they uh, effectively trust the justices to police their own ethics, and they don't want to get involved in some sort of outside intervention because they see this as a partisan attack. So because the Republicans do hold the House, it seems that any proposal that Democrats are coming up with really has no chance of passage. So that effectively does leave it to the nine justices in all of these closed-door meetings if They want to make some sort of actual change at the court. It really might be up to the nine of them since nothing seems to no outside intervention seems to be in the near future from Capitol Hill. And uh, one other question. Is it true they're they're looking at 950 cases that have piled up over the past three months? How many of those cases will they get through during this session? That's right. So the Supreme Court received about 10,000 or so requests. Uh, to take up appeals that have bubbled up through the lower courts. Uh, so 10,000 come to the Supreme Court every year. They reject the vast majority of them, about 99% of them. So they boil down those 10,000-ish requests uh, down to about 50 or 60 cases that they actually hear each year. So that 950 number that you were mentioning is the, the list of requests to take up cases that happen to be on their agenda this week. Uh, so I expect when we hear which cases they're going to take up, of the 950, we might see them say, we'll hear five of them, maybe maybe a few more than that. Uh, so in all likelihood, the vast majority of these requests will be denied. But we do already know that the Supreme Court, it, with the cases they have been taking up, that number of 50 or 60, uh, that there's already a number of big cases involving uh, the power of executive agencies, involving guns, uh, with potentially more on the way in the coming weeks on issues like the abortion pill, Mifepristone, uh, as well as another uh, major gun case that that seems to be coming down. Uh, So certainly they've got their hands full. Thanks, Zach. We'll be reaching out again. Good to be with you. Zach Schoenfeld, staff writer for The Hill, legal affairs reporter as well. Hey, Steve's our guy, and he has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN. 